Happy Sunday, y'all. It's Whitney. I'm just popping in here before we start the show to let you know that Lisa and I are going to be on The Listening Room, a storytelling show, the spooky Halloween edition at Spider House Ballroom this coming Wednesday, October 20th at 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. Tickets are just five bucks if you buy them in advance. It'll be a funny night. It's us, a bunch of other comedians, and we would absolutely love to see you there. Again, that's this coming Wednesday, October 20th at Spider House Ballroom. You can get tickets at weirdbrunch.com. We have a little button up in the right-hand corner, or you can just search for the listening room on Eventbrite. But yeah, that's it. We hope to see you there and enjoy the show. What's after breakfast? What's before lunch? It's Austin, Texas. It's Weird Brunch. No. We'll record the shit talk now. Continue the shit talk. Mm-hmm. Shit talk commence. What's your least favorite thing about Chicago? Karina's here, ladies Yay! and gentlemen. Wait, Back just, from Chi-Town. Just cheered for myself. <laughs> uh, my least favorite thing is probably... Gosh, that's a good question. It's just everything is so Everything's so, so perfect. It is. is it cold up there right now? It's cool. It's cool. very fall-like. It's very pumpkin spicy. We're getting there. Yeah, we are. Next weekend. Yeah. You're 10 degrees behind. But. Well, I saw a high of 68. Isn't that oh, close? That is. That is. That okay. is. That is. It would be so nice to be that. Yeah. I can't imagine it. It's still. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's next weekend. So like any time during the day, if anyone get that mm-hmm. second hammock up with. I know <laughs> our fucking second. Ha- it'll be put up. It's only been one day since Haley gave me shit about that. So. Well, oh, it's raw. I mean, that sounds just, like a full day. It, oh, thank you. <laughs> You're right. You know what? It was a I'm day and a half. Fucking kill myself. It's fine. Oh, jeez. Sorry. It's been a day. It's been fucking busy and crazy, but here we are. It's just a hammock. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else I'm gonna say about the hammock. I know. I don't think a hammock's ever made an appearance in a suicide note. No. Like, no, like, it's just usually the landing spot. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So this is where. Right. Well, it's it's a lot of high tensile strain. What if it? What if it was? <laughs> What if it was a suicide note that was just about why the hammock? Why the hammock? I chose this hammock mm-hmm. because it's been in my family for years. Yes. My best <laughs> memories are on this hammock. Uh, my, my wife in this hammock. My mother used to cradle me in this hammock, and I always said to myself, even as a young child, I want to be cradled to death in it. <laughs> 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 cradled to death though sounds like a pretty nice way to go isn't it a isn't it a ashley judd movie is, from is <laughs> that, that hand what? rocks the cradle oh. to death <laughs> I there don't you know. go it sounds like one of those morgan freeman ashley judd movies <laughs> double like, cradling cradled to, cradled to death double cradled ew <laughs> cradled cats. to death two double cradles two cats two cradles <laughs> Two cats, one cradle. Oh, oh no. That's the porn takeoff. Uh, they'd be fighting. Yeah, it's just they two little angry kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd watch that. Golly. Least favorite thing of Chicago. I'm not going to let I it mean, go. I mean, I want to. I need you to not like one thing. Because I, I know a... we can all name 10 million things here. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I got 
bit by fire ants all over my arm here. Um, Texas is trying to kill me. I swear to God. Um, but so Chicago. That's my least. Way. Yeah. I want to be like less cliche. I want to like show I have insider knowledge and stuff. But honestly, like <clears throat> the fact that we have carjackings and shootings all the time is a little unnerving. Mm. So that's a, that's not cool. Uh, well, yeah, there, Fun was, fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a carjacking right in my front yard, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard the gunshot, thought it was a firework because, you know, neighborhoods are different around these parts. You never know. You don't. And then I had to uh, got to mm-hmm. in, in case there are any the officers listening. Of... I had the great privilege of speaking with a detective <laughs> <laughs> and providing ring footage that just showed CJ pulling out the the garbage cans and pulling them back in yep. to where go. I told him I was like just so you know the gentleman in the back is not indeed um, oh, he's the not guy he's suspect number right. one now yeah <laughs> exactly no that's been giving me weird solace is that every time we have a shooting in in and when I say in my neighborhood I mean like my corner of Chicago it's not like in my neighborhood but Every time we have a shooting, there's one on 6th Street, too. So I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I didn't, like, trade down on shootings. It's even. Yeah, Yeah. which is weird because Mm -hmm. 10 years ago, it would have been a trade up in a bad way. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it is bad there. um, But it's also, like, not unlivably bad the way that, like, certain people like to paint it. It's just, like... I mean, it sounds like it's like Houston. There's parts of town you don't go to. Right. Yeah. yeah. Although, and if you're... What's the population in Chicago? Like about a million the same as Houston? Six million Houston. Oh, shit. Yeah. And yeah. Chicago. Houston, are Chicago the same. Clearly, your odds of surviving are pretty high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, they really... Houston and Chicago have a lot in common. Um, they, yeah, they really do. Houston's yeah. population really six million people. It's five yeah. point something. Is it's that like, like Greater Houston there. area with like Katy and all that shit? No, I think that's the city. I think it's the city, unless because mm-hmm. it's. I know it and Chicago are constantly flipping for who's third. Oh yeah, and so the, six okay. is the greater area. Um, the actual city is two and a half million That's and Chicago's so two and three quarters. So like okay. they're real close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was like, whoa, that a lot because mm-hmm. austin still really hasn't hit a million yet for no. austin proper right it's like no. almost it's there just shy yeah, yeah. but yeah. we'll get there probably yeah. in the next five minutes yeah yeah austin's on the verge of overtaking dallas the yeah. city not the right fucking metroplex but you know. right because that dfw the fw is real big <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it is, is fw'd up it there is That's FW. True. yeah uh, so the carjackings and shootings right. but like i told my dad the carjackings don't bother me because i don't use my car so but yeah they can't sure. steal what i don't have Not, yeah you know it's true i'm only busing and biking and training which is the best that that's like i hope austin gets that someday it's so the fantastic solid biking protections public transportation yeah yeah the bike the bikes down there and here are about the same the difference is Chicago has zero hills. Mm. The only hills are little bridges to get you over the other roads that are flat. Mm. So like it is so much easier to bike around just because of that. Yeah. And it yeah. being a little bit cooler. You're not mm-hmm. dripping in sweat every time you finally get mm. somewhere. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's humid as balls, but yeah. Right. Yeah. I oh, had yeah. a girl on a scooter almost run into my car speaking of protected bike lanes Mm. that one that goes down third street 
like mm-hmm. between what I would guess Lamar and Congress or until you hit the convention center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was turning right onto that Colorado. Fucking road. It's so confusing. I don't like and it. it's right by where I park for work. And so I was on third turning onto Colorado to go south. Mm-hmm. And there's a protected, like full on protected with a curb and everything yeah. bike lane it's on beautiful. there. It's beautiful. I've used it's it many It's really time. cool mm-hmm. if you're using it as a cyclist. biker. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a cyclist, what it was built for. Like even if you're a pedestrian, you're not supposed to walk in it because no. it's specifically for bikes. So they have their own little bike green light mm-hmm. that cars can see. It's right up next to our green light. And what confuses me is that my green light can say go and their green light says go at the same fucking time. And if someone's on a cycle, someone's bicycle, they're always paying attention because they're used to bicycling. Yeah. Right? Their life is in danger every yes, second all the time. Of what they're doing. And so I don't see it. There's nobody in the crosswalk. Yeah. There's no one that I can see that's coming in the bike lane. I see no bikes. And I start to turn and this girl like hauling ass on a scooter, like probably like 30 miles an hour just comes out of nowhere. And I was like, holy shit. And I stopped and she was able to like stop before she hit me. But she was like two inches away. And because of her momentum, she like stopped, but then like fell off of the scooter. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, are you okay?" And she was fine. But in that situation, it's like, who is at fault? Because I mean, I guess it's technically me because I'm the car, right? Yeah. Uh, But if you can go just like if that was a motorcycle, it's going as fast as a motorcycle could go in that lane, then technically like. I shouldn't even be able to turn right at all. I do think there's a 20 mile an hour speed limit that's just not posted, but that is right. there in, but it's for like, any green lane. But you know, is it for scooters, the green lane? You can use the... I mean, oh, they can. do. Uh, they can. But that like, feels I think it's the city wrong. of Austin's fault, and here's why. Okay. Because it um, always is. Because yes. here's, here's how the city of Chicago solved this problem. Okay. Banned. Scooters are banned? I hadn't seen... There's no scooters. Interesting. And you know what life is like? Better. Oh, I, like the you're you're not talking. No, I mean like a lime, like scooter. a lime scooter. You're no. just talking kick scooter. Yeah, yeah, those are like just stand up, yeah. drunk people vehicles. They're banned. You can I get divvy bikes, and everybody's okay. Yeah. Everybody's living. I mean, when we yeah, Whitney and I walked like a mile and a half uh, to to ACL last weekend, and it was. I mean, I don't know how many times I got enraged. Yeah. By <laughs> just momentarily enraged just by being like, no, I don't need so to get out of your fast. way. But it's just. Get off the sidewalk. Yeah. Your face is a shit. I know. It's, it's the laziest thing. We need a stigma on those like we have for the little um, scooters that you get at the grocery store. Oh. You know, like, <laughs> like you should only get to in. use those if you're like. Your really body just yeah. can't do it. Sure. Yeah. Like if you've got a boot on one leg, got a boot, you're good. Mm-hmm. or you've got like all five types of diabetes. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two times you can it use is, those. It is the easiest way to to check out women's asses. 
she did check out a lot of butts on our there way were down. a lot of why butt- is it easy on the scooter i don't know because the I think way it's you, have to, you stand. have to like stand with one leg oh, in posture? front of the other yeah kind oh. of okay but also it's like it's the only thing you see because they're going just straight past Zing. you so it's like i guess that's the mm. back of your body yeah. yeah there was another woman and her whole ass was out yeah. <laughs> whole ass yeah that's adorable and i was trying to get whitney to look at it and she was like yeah i don't I that guess, ass, yeah this that's ass, there's like there's so many asses. everywhere and then when the you festival. saw it oh yeah but then i saw it that mm. girl definitely had a bbl like she had work done to have her mm-hmm. butt look like that it was uh. that unnatural like like woo like it looked like a lowercase c just was an, stuck mm-hmm, onto the back mm-hmm. of somebody it was an actual peach emoji mm-hmm. just oh, yeah. like attached to yeah it. but it was yeah. like a peach that like somebody had tested out yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was a little was bit right. too squeezed so then you're like someone's been touching something's that. messed oh, up oh. with that that one's ready to make a pie and then her dress was like straight from that groove is in the heart music video yes oh. there was a lot i mean i know it's, it's the really fashionable right I'm now for it. all that i love it i've leaned in yeah give me that psychedelic weird looking shit yeah sorry it's yeah. fine no i this should just be an yep. acapella yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> Dang. it was you know that's a hit right there yep. karina what have you missed the most about uh whitney <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she misses the scooters, man. I she miss just the scooters, man. Zipping around town. No, I'm just so glad we can get together. I yes. was so tired of doing virtual yeah. everything. I'm still tired of doing virtual. I was I was in my kids' um, uh, parent-teacher conference, which was over Zoom today, and I was so checked out. She was like telling me like, oh, your kid's doing well at this, and he's better at that. And my co-parents all like fucking taking notes because I don't know what she's trying to get sure. a grade or something. And then like... <laughs> Any questions? Any any feedback? Do you have any questions, Karina? I was just like, nope, sounds good. And I'm like, like right. browsing the internet. I cannot do it anymore. Well, I yeah, can't interface I can't. with people on a screen. Yeah, it's it doesn't exhausting. count. It's difficult. Yeah, and I, mm, it's bad. I was gonna say I was like, oh, Karina's kids have their own podcast. I was on my kid's podcast, is what I thought you were about oh, to say. Oh no! I was like, that would be so funny. It would be good though. Mm. It that would be good we did we went on our our our, our trip mm-hmm. um our big epic vacation and and the alex pulled out ride. her ipad and made an end of vacation movie with me and trish where she interviewed us about like our favorite parts and oh, our least favorite so parts cute. it was very cute but then she also went back and she edited it and cut it in with like cubs footage and other things so we did it was really fucking good and i was like Dude. oh man so for her birthday i got her a whole like yeah kit with like little boom mic and like lighting the ring lighting and everything mm-hmm. i'm like you you have my permission go ahead and start a youtube kids channel whatever wait which See. was this and she immediately immediately lost interest oh <laughs> um, <laughs> as soon as i was like i encourage this stem activity right like, oh, no nope, i'm good nope. that's yeah. why though we're just all gonna i feel like the age that you're able to work despite wanting to work is just going to keep getting lower because kids mm-hmm. today are going to know so much more yeah. about technology and just doing it so easily and being like yeah i did this when i was you know seven and mm-hmm. there's some you know like our graphic designers now are like i went to school for like 10 years for this and mm-hmm. you can now do it on your iphone and, yeah 
kids are naturals for the gig economy. We should bring back child labor. I mean, They're, you know, they there's, got that's a three-year attention idea. span. And real Chicago we talk. are pro-child labor. <laughs> real industrial revolution <laughs> yes. Chicago bullshit. Not in a way that comes with a W-2, just a way that comes with a 1099. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Sure. Uber if said that. it doesn't count. Yes. If that. I mean, <laughs> under the table. Fuck it. Don't make them do taxes yet. Oh, I already pay them under the table. Well, yeah. Theoretically. <laughs> Allowance. Right. She's starting table money. Taxing. I'm trying to get the rebate on it, but the IRS is like, no. <laughs> no, no, ma'am. Ma'am. No. no they're not employees. <laughs> but they clean their room. Yeah. It's a right. I don't have to. That's a yep. room made service. I mean, I bet work. you could argue that. I could see yeah. that being something that like some rich dude oh, yeah. designated all of his kids as their own maids or something and I doing a job. I think that's what happened with the Trumps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Disgusting. <sighs> but I, well, it's not that you don't have to think about him anymore. You just don't have to see him as much. No, Trump. you don't. You know, yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. thought you what? meant her kids. My kids. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I just like Lord, really Whitney. fucking hate her kids, man. I met him <laughs> like two or three times, and yeah. that was enough. <laughs> and Best they were perfect, and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. No, oh, that's right. Last time we were here, they were just uh, they chug- were delightful and chugging well away behaved, in silence. and yeah, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. chilled out. Mm-hmm. They're the coolest. Period. Cool little kids. Yeah, I had fun with them all weekend. Should we do stuff? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, welcome to Weird Brunch, you know. Podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I okay. feel like it's a sleepover it right now. It is a little bit. No. I'm in my pajamas, so. I am too. We could go um, find a haunted something. Right. Yeah. Probably. There's a haunted house nearby, I'm sure. Yeah. Certainly. Lots of death in this bougie <laughs> this neighborhood. <laughs> this old Austin neighborhood. But. Oh, man. I'm Lisa Friedrich. You? I'm Karina Magyar. There she is. Mm-hmm. I'm Whitney Lamond. Yeah. And we're happy to have Karina here. Yeah. Because we missed her. Yay. It's a bizarre brunch. Hey. Oh. Is Alliteration. It? I don't know. Are we changing the name? Oh, my God. No. I you just looked no. so mad. Yeah. Both of us were like, this is not a no. good show. We were. <laughs> just it's kidding. not. It wasn't, clearly. I'm just kidding. No, that's why I didn't get booked on I, <laughs> That's it. They listened. Mm-hmm. They didn't like they what they did. heard. They listened nonstop. Um, can't so stop. who in this circle is the best at podcasting? That's, that's it. It is. None of us. Not me. We all lose. There's a fucking... I sent it to you. What is... That's a dog. That's a dog. Okay. Yes. I, was like, I honestly was like, is my, is my fucking dog here? Is your dog. Yes. They just come out. It Milo and Otis its way over oh, here. Oh, yeah. I texted it to Lisa. I mm. fucking saw this shit mm. on Instagram. It's a podcast called oh, yeah. Confused Breakfast. Oh. And I was, and they have like 175,000 followers, of course. Oh, it's yeah. your new favorite movie review podcast. Oh, see, that's their angle. Yeah. So I was like, I sent it to Lisa and she just said, jail. <laughs> so, and that's I, okay. I that's my new favorite sentiment. response. To yes. This. Jail. No. Jail. Yep. Confused breakfast. 
It doesn't have the same flow. It doesn't. No. And, and it no. doesn't have the initials of a television network. I do want, uh, now I just want to do like weird movie reviews. Oh, I mean, wow. I could do that fun. all day. That yeah, would be too. just like once in a while. I'll be like, mm-hmm. hey, I've got a confused suck my dick. Right? What if we did like just weird movies, but we told them as if they're our regular stories. Mm-hmm. Like, like <laughs> this really happened. And then it just jumps to this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that could be funny too. And then we just giant right now worms. decide to change We're the like, entire format. Kevin Bacon, fuck off. And they right. tried to eat him. No one knows how these people were making money at all in their desert community of trailers. That's right. So I was uh, reading my kids Reba a book. Shot a gun. <laughs> I've been haunted ever since. Wait, what? Nothing. Oh. Oh, that's what it was. I was like, you know, I've never seen the Babadook. Let's change. (laughs) Jesus, terrifying. Is that what it does? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the best. It's my favorite horror movie ever. It's it's pretty creepy. It's definitely, yeah, you know, like the mind fuckiness of all of it. Mm -hmm. One of those kinds. I have a harder time getting myself to rewatch those because I'm like, yeah. This is realistic. Did you yeah. see the new Candyman? Yes, I loved it. <gasps> it was so good. I haven't Wonderful. yet and I need to. I really enjoyed it. And we watched the old one mm-hmm. first. And I had never, I don't think I ever saw the old one. And I really enjoyed that one as well. That one's really good. It's a classic. Yeah. For and for sure. it's different in like, you know, it's not necessarily jump scares. And it's just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Something about it. It's different than It's any, thinky. It's very yeah. thinky. It's not very scary, which some people... We're we'll criticizing it for, but I'm yeah. like, was, you know, the you think and you see blood. Yeah, crazy scary. It was more mm-hmm. like the mystery and mm-hmm. uncovering also, shit. I, yeah, there's just there's so many different levels to like horror thriller yeah. movies, mm-hmm. and people are like, there wasn't enough blood and murder throughout right. the entire. Th- it's like shut the fuck you know, up. Watch like, a different movie. Yeah, that's not. Wanna, what the, huh. I love The Witch so much, Ooh. and I know that one's that one's good. Kind of controversial because it's not scary. Like, and people are like, why is this a scary movie? And it's like, well, and I do think we need to define it differently also. Yeah, because it is scary to me. Yeah, I, I like it. It's not terrifying, but to me, it's almost, there's a, there's a very slight element of like torture involved in it where yeah. it's like, get, get in the fucking shit. Right. But like, and that's something that freaks me out is that mm. kind of like claustrophobia. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It People reminds me it. of Blair Witch, which is not like I've never connect those two on like a plot level. But right. like in terms of what's scary about it. Yeah. It's like you've got to buy into it and vibe. put yourself the into the world. Feeling. And as soon as you live inside the world of the movie, it gets really scary. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you stay outside of it, it's just atmospheric. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's nothing too scary. But I think I it. like vibe scares. Uh, me too. Mm-hmm. I'm on the vibe scare vibe. <gasps> and oh, have you guys seen Titan? No, I haven't. It's at the Alamo now. It's a French movie. It won the Palme d'Or. Which Alamo? Probably Lamar. Okay, but it is the craziest shit I have ever seen. Is it just it's Brian so Laundry live streaming? <laughs> Gross. No. 
No, I don't know how to like say it without giving it away. Uh, it, you just have to go see it. It's just one of those movies where like you don't find anything out about it. You just go, you it's watch a scary it, and you're like, movie? what the fuck is gonna happen? Can it's I just kind of weird? It's Can an I... intense movie. Okay, it's very intense, and there's parts of it that are gory. Is okay. it a, is it uh, relative to the Grand Tetons? Okay. No, it's I'm... the it's okay. it's okay. referring to titanium. It's the it's like the French word for titanium. <gasps> Did y'all see the <laughs> the main character gets a metal plate in her head? We're gonna have oh. that's at the very first hmm. part of the movie, and things go from there. Hmm. Just this episode has had more gasping i know <laughs> than any other i mean it really it really is like yeah. oh my god i haven't seen my friend in so right. long um there you go uh did y'all see the the uh biggest number the biggest lego count lego set is is the coming titanic. out and it's the titanic oh yeah. yes i heard and it has four times the amount of pieces as dead people oh shit nine thousand there you pieces. go that was my first thought. You did that math. Whitney fucks with me regularly, <laughs> reminding me that 1,500 people mm-hmm. died. Uh, and I saw 9,000 and I was like, I know just enough math to get wow. me through that. Wait a minute. That yeah, I think it was totally be. explains why that set with the most pieces ever comes with zero minifigs. Six times. It's sick. Because they're I all dead. It it's okay. I fucked it up. Yeah, six times. But there's no minifigs on the set, which I thought was hilarious. There aren't? No, nope, uh, they're I all heard dead. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it like you build each room and shit, mm-hmm. too? Like, there's furniture the and work. stuff inside it. Yeah. And it costs, like, uh, almost $1,000. Yeah, yeah, probably a dollar per person who died. <laughs> 50 cents per person who died. Mm-hmm. All proceeds go take. to Lego. Let's be honest. There's yeah. no charities left yeah. for the Titanic survivors. I doubt survivors. they're giving any money to the Titanic no, survivors. So. No. <laughs> it all goes to James Cameron. Oh, no. He made enough money off of that. Leech. Still making money off of that. Yeah. yeah. I started to watch it the other night. Mm. Fell asleep. I, it holds up. It does. And it will devastate. If, it, if it's like me, <laughs> just lose your shit off at the very end and just be very upset by it because it's so sad um well speaking of sad yeah right we have a sad story someone have a sad story Uh, i do actually okay good oh great i love a good sad story let's cry first Uh, and it's like kind of hollywood adjacent okay Um, so like burbank (laughs) probably (laughs) it's some place uh fun geography so so, you, you know, we've talked a lot about freeing Britney. Of course. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We were for that. Yes. Uh, yes. We landed on that. But um, <laughs> uh, <After laughs> I was discussion. worried that maybe at some point would <laughs> be like, you know, after years of discussion, I um, really think she needs to. I really think that the, have her financial affairs locked away. That control is weird. Um, so I, I wanted to bring back. A story about another Britney. <gasps> Murphy. Murph. Murphy. Oh, Murph Dog. Because oh. they're coming out with that documentary soon, too. I think it's already out. Oh, oh. shit. Well, there was one on Discovery Plus that's already out. Okay. Uh, there might be another one. Yeah. Because everybody has a. It's all like. Everyone's I feel got like their own everybody bullshit. gets together in some weird underground place where they do a blood sacrifice and they're like, what documentaries do we want to do? Mm-hmm. That's true. They do come out in bunches. Yeah. We're getting all those cave rescues now. 
Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Lots of the woods ones mm-hmm. have popped up again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Brian Laurie's actually a uh, marketing guru. <laughs> Gross. Um, yeah, he works for Fuck plan. Jerry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is Fuck Jerry. He's Fuck Brian. <laughs> fuck Brian. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, let's, let's just talk about Brittany Murphy. We, we know that, that she passed at a young age, um, and, and that there was some weird shit going on. There's some weird conspiracies around it. Is she 27 club? No, no, no. Five years late. Okay. Brittany Murphy was born, uh, just so Italian, uh, Brittany Ann Bertolotti (laughs) (laughs) on November 10th, Scorpio. In 1977 in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, She was two years old when her parents divorced and her mother took her to Edison, New Jersey, uh, where she would remain until she was a teenager. As a child, Murphy was energetic. She loved to sing and dance. In her first acting role, she starred in her school production of the musical Really Rosie. Everyone's familiar with that one. Is it about Rosie Perez? No idea. Uh, I hope so. Uh, maybe R- really kid plays though like it's like it's it's Lisa stuff like the happy that. elf you know like it's it's just a compilation you didn't star of, in that one though I'm which is sorry. weird right <laughs> like it's fucking weird it's a compilation <laughs> of tweets about donald uh donald trump made about rosie o'donnell except mm-hmm. music really rosie mm-hmm. <laughs> really, really rosie, rosie. At 13, she packed her bags. She and her mother head to Hollywood. By the 90s, Brittany began securing supporting roles on TV and film. In 1995, she hit it big with her role in the hit film, Clueless, as Ty Frazier. She's actually Frazier's daughter. Uh, (laughs) Toss salad and scrambled eggs. This was her second ever film role, and it launched her career. Because we've all seen it. She's maybe at least top three characters in that show, in my opinion, well, in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, by, okay. By billing, at least. Yes. No, I don't think by I billing. I was thinking, though, I was like, well, duh, because it's Cher, Dion, and Ty. But I, Paul oh. Rudd is probably I replaced. Yes, she is third I replaced, replaced Dion, Dion with yes. Paul. Yep. She is okay. one step ahead of Stacey Dash in the Google results well, she Stacey, is Stacey Look. Dash is trash now too right Stacey Dash, Dash is, is trash. trash Dash is trash Dash is but trash. also beating up Brackenmeyer which is very yeah. easy to do. that's true but god did I he love that tiny tiny man back then oh and I had wait, cut out pictures dad. of him her dad yeah her dad was Cher's dad oh yeah he was Nixon yeah what's his a, Dan Hedaya oh oh well never mind classic I, I wreck he's a who there we uh, go. He's a who. He's a definite he's who. He's a big who. Mm. Um, she has her little doe eyes, her edgy charm, and her earnest laugh. She's very popular in the 2000s. This is a very, like, two... In the early... The more the more I'm seeing about, like, Britney Spears and all this shit in the early 2000s, it's like, wow, did we have a very specific brand of woman that mm-hmm. we wanted to... And, yes. Victoria's uh, Secret owned it, too. Yeah, it was very glossy, and then if and it, covered in sweatpants. Yeah, and then if it wasn't that, it was like still glossy, still sweatpants. But like, if you're not gonna be like Kate Moss, mm-hmm. you need to be like 
I'm lost in the woods. Right. Oh, and, oh, um, I know who you're talking about. Rose McGowan. Yes. That. Yes. Yeah. One for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Brittany Murphy. Yes. Penny Marshall said her timing was impeccable. She worked with her in uh, writing in Cars with Boys. She said she could be funny. She could be dramatic. She was a terrific actress. And if there's one bitch I'm trusting in Hollywood, it's Penny Marshall. Sure. Love her. Hmm. Uh, She's dead, right? I don't think so. Not in my heart. I think, yes, me. You might be right. Tabloid rumors were going around. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it like three? Three years ago. Dang. Weird. Lisa knows the exact date. I (laughs) went from no to three years. Yeah. (laughs) Lord. So tabloid rumors were going around about Britney abusing substances and it's just spread through the industry. And by the end of 2009, Britney Murphy's career had deflated. Here's what's weird. I don't remember that. I don't remember this weird downswing. For me, it was like, oh, she did the Ashton Kutcher movies and was real fun and cool and Sin City and then See, died. I, I felt like Sin City was her comeback, kind I, of. Comeback from what? I don't know. I just, I you know, I, I feel like I wasn't paying a lot of attention to movies and stuff back then. And I remember Britney, Britney Murphy like kind of not being in movies. And then she had this cool mm-hmm. role mm-hmm. in Sin City, which was such a huge movie. I need to rewatch Full it. of it's cool good. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, good for Brittany Murphy. Elijah Wood's such a weird character in that. It's a perfect character for him, though. Yes. Hey, you little creep. Go be a little creep. Your glowing eyes and like running without your arms moving or whatever (laughs) through the woods silently. Okay, sorry. Um, by the end of 2009, her career has deflated. She was dropped from a number of feature film roles and her voice acting spot as Luann. Horrible tragedy right there. uh, Truly? Mm Yeah. The worst, the worst decision. Yeah, that they've ever made. Okay, Murphy was painted as tardy and unfocused. Uh, she was barely able to hold her lines because of her bad drug habit. Murphy's husband, Simon Monjack, claimed the rumors <laughs> were started by former managers and agents to sabotage her career. Mm. It's such a fucking... I, I just... I, I don't know him, but I don't like the look of him. He looks like if Mr. Big had a... a his face melted... And then it also, he was laying down when it melted. <laughs> so it like melted it's to like the side and then wide. down. Yeah. I don't like it. And so let's see. Brittany Murphy was also the breadwinner and caregiver to her mother. Her mother had multiple bouts of breast cancer. So she was, you know, living. She was also a mama's girl, honestly. They had a really close relationship. And then she was also the caregiver to her husband, old Melty. And he suffered heart problems. So the actress continued to work starring in low budget films merely for the paychecks, which can suck, but it can also maybe you can Moira Rose your way back into stardom. Who knows? In November 2009, Brittany Murphy, her husband and her mother flew to Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to Tulum? Puerto Rico. Not to in sh- Puerto Rico. <laughs> No, it's not. (laughs) I just like saying, um, like, can I have some chips and queso to shoot her next film, Caller, the low budget horror movie. Did not see that. No, Mm -hmm. you did not. And uh, if you did, if it exists, it does not have Britney because 
Some problems happen pretty fast. The movie's producers are trying to ban Mon Jack, her husband, from the set after he allegedly showed up drunk. As a result, Murphy quit the project on the first day. Yikes. His ass showed up the first day drunk, and he's he's just trying to hang out. Her husband later told The Hollywood Reporter, however, that Murphy was unhappy that the film turned out to be a horror flick instead of a thriller, as she was led to believe. Oh, boy, right back to what we were mm. talking about. Need to be clear about yeah. what would, things mean. We need would to truly, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I can identify about two things that would that would separate the two, but really, I, I, I don't know that it's a, it would be big enough to... Like, a horror movie to me is, like, slashers and... Thrillers are more like, are you going to get me? Right. I don't know. Or yeah. like, a, like a murder mystery uh, to me is more right. of like a thriller than something scary. A thriller is, are you going to catch them or not? Yes. Yeah. Are a you horror movie is what the fuck is going on? Well, a horror movie is kind of the other way around. Like, are they going to catch you? Or right. are you going to get, get you out? before you can yeah. get away are, from it? Are you going to be able to get oh. away? Mm-hmm. Thriller is, can you catch me? And then horror is, can, can I not can get you, can, can I get out? Yeah. Yeah. Can, can okay. you? Can, yeah. That whatever. Feels, that feels good. I, I feel like we solved it. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Murphy and her family say, fuck it. Now it's a vacay. They continue to stay on the island for eight more days. Awkward. And then, well, I'm sure they're not like on the set. <laughs> well, right. It's a small island. <laughs> Puerto Rico? Okay. It's not that small, but still it is. I mean, I'm sure An that island. they. I'm sure they knew that. I'm sure they ran staying. into each other at Starbucks or something. I'm sure that her husband made a point to run into mm-hmm. people because he sounds like that kind of guy. Yeah. On their flight back home, her husband and her mother became sick with, and I could easily say this the easy way, but I'm gonna make it hard for myself. <laughs> Staphylococcus, Lococcus, mm-hmm. aureus, which is a staph infection. Yes. <laughs> Staphylococcus. Um, right? Staphylo- staphylo- locust. Uh, staphylococcus. Perfect. Locus. She keeps nailing it. Just, just every just time it gets better. Like a, like a it's gonna go for another ten minutes. So. It could. Um, <laughs> Double that speed on the plan. So don't threaten me with a good time. Uh, Mon Jack was reportedly so sick that they had to perform an emergency landing mid-flight to take him to the hospital. He sounds so drunk. When they returned, the couple remained ill and were treated for pneumonia. So Brittany ne- didn't necessarily got stuff, but uh, she was ill with what they're treating as pneumonia. Mm. So then in the early morning of December 20th, 2009, Brittany Murphy collapsed on the balcony of her Hollywood Hills mansion. She was lying on the pat. This is a quote from her mother. Mm-hmm. She was lying on the patio trying to catch her breath. And I said, baby, get up. Because she's from Georgia, so I get to do that. Mm-hmm. She said, mommy, I can't catch my breath. Help me. Help me. Because Murphy had been sick for six weeks at this point, And because, as her mother claimed, she had a flair for the dramatic. Uh, her cries were not taken seriously. Uh, Mon Jack remembers her saying to her mom, I'm dying. I'm going to die. Mommy, I love you. Dark. Yeah. So dark. Uh, hours later, she collapsed for a second and final time in her bathroom. She was rushed to Cedar sinai Medical Center where she died at only 32 years old. The bathroom had been like a sacred place for Murphy, 
who used to spend like hours in front of the mirror playing with makeup and she would hang out in there and like listen to music and read magazines and i i wanted to uh, bring that in here because i just think it's really there's something about any kind of uh animal mammal whatever going to some secure place yeah yeah so like that to me is like the most humanistic the most animalistic thing Mm -hmm. um and it kind of brought me peace i don't know i can totally picture her hanging out in the bathroom too there's something about Brittany murphy's character Mm -hmm. of like Like, of course she's having fun with a mirror and right yeah yeah um, the L.A. County coroner ruled the death of Brittany Murphy as accidental as a combination of pneumonia, an iron deficiency, and multiple drug intoxication. And then her husband, meanwhile, said that the actress died of heartbreak due to her mistreatment in Hollywood. Oh. You know how that happens. Blame uh, everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm. But then five months later, Monjack died in pretty much the exact same way Mm -hmm. uh pneumonia anemia and some theorized some toxic mold but other suspected foul play right uh in 2000 in november of 2013 britney murphy's father angelo bertolotti kicked off an independent inquiry for her death and the second toxicology report found traces of different heavy metals in murphy's blood (laughs) which (laughs) right (laughs) yeah just a little bit of opus. Yeah. Uh, which led her father to believe that she was poisoned. He initially believed that Monjack may have been responsible for killing her, believing that he was controlling and purposefully destroying her career. But Sharon Murphy disputed Bertolotti's claim in an open letter. The metal, specifically antimony and barium, found... I just kept... It was like an almost... And then it happened. Uh, found in the new report have since been dismissed as a possible result of her frequent hair dyeing. Uh, there's another theory that Brittany Murphy was targeted by the government due to her friendship with, and they do not name this person, but I think we may have named her earlier, with a Hollywood filmmaker and whistleblower. Mon Jack, and I could be wrong, but my gut says Rose McGowan. Oh. Mm, I wait. was like, wait, who? I thought you were going to say Penny Marshall. Penny Marshall. Yes, that's what wait, I thought Wait, was too. she a whistleblower? No. no. Oh. I mean, probably on Laverne and Shirley once or twice. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know She's a she real schlamazel. Yeah. You know? Uh, no, she just, no, yeah, Rose McGowan is the center of most um, right, I just, drama. I feel like they would, I don't know. It, it sucks that she's right sometimes, because otherwise she'd just be pure drama. But she's right more she's than right, she's not? She's right too often for somebody who makes it that messy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Monjack had become paranoid in the months leading up to his wife's death. This is like why some kind of maybe government. He believed that he and Murphy were being watched and he had installed 56 cameras across their property. Mm. My God. That's a lot. That is too many cameras, especially back then. Yeah. You can't nest that. Yeah. Like you're constantly charging 20 of them. Yeah. Well, that's why you need 50. Really only need to. (laughs) Monjack also reportedly installed a scrambling device to prevent their phone conversations from being wiretapped. Oh, I miss scrambling devices. Is that a real thing? You can get them at the Radio Shack. Can't you just... Isn't there like an app for it now, though? Probably. But nobody uses it because we know all our shit is being recorded and stored. Whether you're on a phone or just in your house or just... Exactly. I mean... Out in the middle of a field by yourself, someone's... 
I don't know why, but I just put myself in a place of being like, that's going to keep me up. (laughs) The only confirmed connection between the alleged whistleblower and Brittany Murphy was a letter that the whistleblower, this is what makes me think, that the whistleblower sent to her publicist asking for public support in the case, which the publicist politely declined. There were also suspicions that the actress had died from toxic mold growing inside her house and that her death was covered up due to to an NDA between the property developers while Mm. some professionals and her own mother initially were like, that's absurd. That's insane. Sharon Murphy changed her stance in December, 2011 and claimed that toxic mold did indeed kill her daughter and son-in-law. You know, I'm a mom and I'm just looking for some kind of solace. Or she, they hadn't determined her, cause of death and she couldn't get that money (gasps) or her mom did it we're so glad you said that fans have lobbed suspicions that sharon murphy Mm -hmm. uh actually done did some stuff especially after rumors spread that she and murphy's husband had begun sharing the same bed after (gasps) she died there's some new information for me how much older was her mom than her was she like young i feel like she was young i didn't uh i didn't look at it but because the guy was old yeah melted candle old oh yeah he was found in the bed that he shared with her on the day he died Mm -hmm. um so sharon murphy's uh reportedly close relationship with her daughter suggested by many like it they were they're like she's she didn't do this like she's not gonna do this come on um, and then shortly after her death, her husband and mother said the reality was this was them getting their story straight. Uh, said mm-hmm. the reality was that Brittany Murphy relied on prescription drugs for most of her adult life to cope with the chronic pain she suffered from a car accident, but that she wasn't a drug addict. It's so interesting that no one knew about this car accident (laughs) murphy also allegedly suffered from heart murmurs which her mother and husband claimed would have made it impossible for her to consume any illegal substances without endangering herself cocaine on the day of her death she had reportedly taken a cocktail of drugs including the antibiotic biaxin, migraine pills cough medicine the antidepressant prozac a, and a beta blocker she got from her husband and a few over-the-counter meds for period cramps and nasal discomfort. Probably from shoving the tampons up there. Yeah, that's the only way you can get it in. <laughs> yeah. It's just got to... Oh, God. It's not where they go, Brittany. I mean, I've had to break so many ribs to be able to do that with my nose. Um, what? <laughs> uh, however, while all of these substances are legal... Uh, and her death was ultimately ruled as an accident, the coroner did acknowledge that the cocktail of drugs combined with her weakened physiological state probably had a, quote, adverse Uh, effect on the actress. A weakened, like the opposite of strengthened. Yeah. I thought you meant her weakened physiological state. Like, oh, man, what a way to describe a lifestyle. I mean, I feel like that's like a manic upswing, right? That's your weak end. And then the weak end is the, "Mm, Mm -hmm. what's happening? So, yeah, her death appeared to be a culmination of her deteriorating mental and physical health. That's where they landed, which is still too vague for me. 
I mean, it just sounds like a classic to me, OD. like, yeah, OD, like just mm-hmm. maybe not from one specific drug, but too many different things mm-hmm. ingested over a long period of time. Because we're all deteriorating yes. mentally and physically. No. It appears that me. Brittany <laughs> Murphy's mom and what's his face? Mon Jack, like, did press photos mourning Brittany? Oh, like, interesting. Are like they engagement kissing? style photos? I mean, it's <gasps> weird. Like that shit oh. is weird looking. <laughs> yeah, they are like engagement photos. Oh, yeah, I but hate like that. sad engagement. Oh, some like, of them are. Yeah, I am. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But it, yeah, it's very weird looking that is, at that. That is bizarre. They do appear to be the same age, though. So right. Well, there's one of the also happy two year anniversary, Karina. <laughs> Thanks. I know. Not engagement. Is that today? Wise, that was uh, Saturday. Congratulations. <laughs> Sorry. I hiccuped and then I burped. I did not mean to make like a... Well, not the noise I was making. Um, uh, can I... Can Is this a thing we can edit out real quick? Sure. Here, wait. Let me pause it. And um, that was like the hottest gossip anyone ever has. Yep. yep. There's the hot gossip. Sorry. The hottest gossip. There... I was on Britney's IMDB because I was curious all of the shit she had done and apparently there's a king of the hill video game that was oh. made in the year 2000 and now i really really want to play well where would can that be we like play super it? nintendo what would that be on? Um, john can probably just download i know it, it, it was made like... it was a pc game oh uh, no sloppy disk yes. Like Sims, but King of the Hill, I would do. Can you imagine? There's go. a. I wouldn't sleep for YouTube a week. YouTube of like gameplay, I think. Okay. But um. Yeah, da- my abandonware. Download King of the Hill Windows 2000. Look at Is that, that first person. Oh, it's like a hunting Hunter? game. It looks like. It's like the duck. Thing. Uh, it's two contains both Hoot Nanny and Texas Hunting. I mean, oh. Mm-hmm. This seems like it was in a bar. You can mow. Oh, Hanks. look! You can take out the trash. Mm-hmm. Oh, mow Hank's lawn quickly. Go on a scavenger hunt in the hill house with Bobby. What? Oh, you're his new neighbor. Peggy's tic tac toss game combines her favorite hobbies: word games and softball. Oh my god! Bill is- tries to recreate his first date with Lenore by building a miniature golf course. Meanwhile, Dale has turned his backyard into a paintball course. I don't I'm see where Luann fits right in now. here. It says her voice is on there. Yeah. Oh, she's also I mean, the voice of uh, back then. She was still the voice of Joseph Gribble. So, oh yeah, if Joseph is oh, in there yeah. too, I always forget that. Yeah, and King of the Hill ended in t- 2010, so she wasn't really off it for that long. I guess I feel like if I ever was like in a like, let's say it's 1 a.m. I'm in a bar. I'm having an intense argument about King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. I'm calling Whitney. Yes. Uh, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's my call. Thank you. That's what happens when I get in King of the Hill jail at 1 a.m. at some weird bar. <laughs> Whitney's uh, my one call. It's the best show ever. I'll even make you pay for the call like I'm really in jail. I love it. Call me from a pay phone. Call collect. Yeah, use 1-800-C. Yes. I'm sure she did one of those commercials. Probably. so. 2000, everybody did. She was in a lot of stuff. She was actually on an episode of Frasier, too. Oh, wow. Oh. You said Frasier and she was on there Did as a she child. play his no, I'm sure it was like somebody's Ty? kid. I bet 
I don't know. Him Roz always seemed to have like a niece, niece that yeah. would come into town mm-hmm. that could have been. And she Brittany. looks like she could have been. Yeah, she's yeah. Roz esque. Fits the Rosian. Rosian. Roswellian. Yes. Well, at one point you mentioned uh, developers probably being responsible for a death. Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got stories about that. About developers? Mm-hmm. Like... Probably being responsible for future death. Wait, it, is it like mafia developers? No. Like ho- homeowners? like Or no. home developers? Oh, okay. no, 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 no. Skyscraper developers. Oh, yeah. I almost thought you were going to say Skyrim. Skyrim. <laughs> Let's do Skyrim. So weird. Um... <laughs> 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 All right, so ever since that building fell down in Florida for reasons that were not related to climate change, don't think about it, there's been a lot of in renewed interest in skyscrapers that suck. And currently, the United States boasts two of them, one on each coast. And I'm going to tell you about the suckiest skyscrapers. And this is also kind of a Firefest, Schadenfreude thing because they are very, very, very exclusive and expensive residences. So And they're made of like paper. Probably. All of these awful it. things are happening to extreme wealthy and famous people so you can enjoy that part so let's start in the older one that was built in 2009 or opened in 2009 at 301 mission street the year Brittany murphy died that's right her death she was buried under this tower and now it's haunted (laughs) no Uh, but like it's a really fun haunt. Yeah, it's so fun. Like she's just in the bathroom. She's just delightful. Three hundred one Mission Street. You wake up and your makeup's done. Mm-hmm. Is mostly known as the Millennium Tower, although it's getting a new name, which is called the Sinking Skyscraper, because that's what it's doing. So San Francisco um, is a tiny outcropping of rock. Mm-hmm. Um, they keep building really tall places right on the outcropping of rock part of the outcropping of rock because everything to the west and the east of it is just landfill. So that's why San Francisco is so dense and tight. Oh. Well, this particular building, they threw it up in the middle of town thinking we'll be fine. And then it turns out it was built on sand, which <laughs> as any little piggies will tell you, bad move. Which Amazon building is this? Because literally every building downtown is an Amazon, Amazon building. It's insane. This is right near the Salesforce Tower. So oh. that helps. Tech, 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 tech. Millennium Partners developed it. And the thing is 645 feet tall, making it the tallest concrete structure in San Francisco. The fourth tallest building overall. And the tallest residential building west of the Mississippi. Until well, my God! Until the Austonian was built. <laughs> really? Oh, is that the owl one? Dang, we win! Yeah, uh, the three no, tallest. That's just, no, that's the super that's, tall one that's kind of by itself near Congress. The owl one is a frost bank building. Yeah. Uh, as of whenever they finish that one on rainy, uh, Austin will have the three tallest residential buildings west of the Mississippi. So good for us. Uh, don't buy into Who's them. Do not there. live there. Here's <laughs> yeah. why. You don't want to live in a super tall residential tower. It sucks. And so here's the Millennium Tower. Very, very expensive. Penthouse unit sold for $13 million in December of 2016. The bottom 25 floors are called the residences. And the floors from 26 to the top are called the grand residences. No, eat dick. Oh. Eat dick. That's such a... That is... Man, we're just like leaning into yeah. to economics. Oh. 
only use mm-hmm. Grey Poupon. They say it's 60 stories tall, but they skip 13 and 44 because fuck us um, and fuck firefighters. Um, I hate when buildings do that. Um, so there's why? only 58 stories. Wait, why do you hate it? Because like the firefighters don't know what to do. They have to like look up whether the building skipped a floor number when they're trying to rescue people from the top of the building. So most cities have made that illegal, but places still let you do it. Oh, because they're just counting the... Counting from the outside. And they're like, what floor are you on? We're on the 57th. Well, no, they're actually on the... Do they just skip 44 for fun? Uh, China. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, It's San Francisco. So Chinese superstitions got play too. What's that superstition? It's 44 is unlucky in China. Yeah. So there's also a restaurant and bar in there and all this stuff. Whatever. 163 condominiums, 108 rentals, and 136 unit extended stay hotel. That's what's inside of it. It won so many awards. It is quite lovely looking. It won awards for the best outstanding construction project from the American Society of Civil Engineers and the American Concrete Institute said it was the best building of 2008. Those both sound very legit. Yes, both of them are uh, looking very stupid now. So (laughs) in 2015, uh, the developers disclosed uh, finally that the building is sinking and tilting. Just a little bit. We'll have our own leaning tower. How little bit? Except it'll be way up there. Yes. 12 inches. So the tippy top of the building is leaning 12 inches to the southeast. That's too much. That's a lot. Within, it's well, it was came out in 2000, right? And so, it opened in 2009. Yeah. And in, oh, within 2009. six years, it was already leaning 12 inches. That's not good. Because one corner of the building was not built on bedrock like they thought. It was built on sand. How do you not know that? And it's very heavy. This is a big, heavy building. And so they did not tell the public about this until 2016. So that instantly became a (laughs) a one year, a whole year. But that was still the subject of a huge lawsuit. Um, While they were pulling their legal lawsuits together uh, by 2018, the sinking had increased to 18 inches and the lean had increased to 14 inches. That's fast. It's fast. Yeah. It's going down so now the developer immediately starts blaming it on the ground earth (laughs) the trans bay joint powers authority which is basically who runs the train bart what because they were building a new bart station station right next to the salesforce tower and they said when you started building that bart station you dug out all the sand under our building and made it sink and the city was like, "You were, y'all were sinking first. Like, mm-hmm. we're doing what we're supposed to." And a big fight, fight, fight between the city and the developer. Meanwhile, the building continues to sink uh, to a very alarming degree. Some cracking and creaking noises are being heard. And then in September of 2018, everybody starts reporting creaking sounds and asking if there's an earthquake. And around 2.30 a.m., residents reported hearing a loud popping sound. The next day, a resident located on the corner unit of the 36th floor discovered a window with a long crack all the way across it. Almost like something that's about to... Yes. Yes. Now, everybody's taking it fucking seriously. So they're like, oh, shit, this building looks like it's not only going to sink, it's going to fall over. Wait, like everyone or like everyone who lives there? Everyone who's fighting over whose fault it is. So the people who live there, the developer, the city, everybody's like, yeah. oh, shit, this building actually might fall over sideways, kerflop in the middle of San Francisco. Yeah. Taking 
however whatever else with it yeah Yeah. mass casualties yes look at 9-11 they took down a lot of shit well those went straight down can you imagine if the world trade center went flat across that's nuts Mm -hmm. so the uh city inspector went in and said well there's some foundation damage and the electrical system's a little fucked and yeah you're getting some flooding some of the pipes are cracked but it's still safe to live in who said that the city inspector jesus and the homeowners were like no we're suing everybody yeah the all the lawsuits got put together and after 2018 they got some money together they got the millennium tower to start fixing the problem and what they did is they said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to dig under the side that it's leaning towards, and we're going to put a whole bunch of pylons. That's the stupidest fucking thing I've We're going to put a whole bunch of just big, tall sticks that go all the way to the bedrock, and they'll just sort of land on those, and then it'll slide back on the other way, and that'll take care of like 50% of the lean. So you're going to dig? Yes. Okay. Yes. But I mean... What else could you do? They they yeah, needed you, to put something under there. Yeah, but if you they dig, got it, but you have to dig down to get under there. Yeah, I know. But if you're digging down, you're just gonna make it like okay. Sorry. I mean, I assume they're digging a little ways away down. And no. I don't know. No. No. Okay. Because there's no, no little way ways do... away. It's San, oh, yeah. Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. So Lisa, trained specialist engineer, hit the nail on the head on what the problem with this solution oh, was. You did it. I learned one thing from my father. That's right. (laughs) So they started digging earlier this year and they gave this job to a man, chief engineer named, and I'm not joking, Ronald Hamburger. Oh my, that poor guy. I was, why do his parents hate him? Yes. I know. So McDonald's has been around long enough. I can only hope he came from Germany or something. So Ronald Hamburger's like, it's going to work. No problem. This is going to totally solve it. And what's going to happen is that the building will sink another like 10 inches. But when it sinks, it'll re-level and it'll be okay. And we really just want it to be level. If it sinks down two feet, whatever. But if it keeps leaning, that's the problem, right? I'm glad we pay you Tuesday for 10 inches today. Exactly. (laughs) That's what he said. So so it was leaning, uh, what was it, 14 inches when they started? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They started digging. It is now leaning 24 inches. Yep. It Ooh, went faster. No. And it sank another six math. inches because like the sand is now getting dug out from under it and right. it's just going down. Yeah. So they stopped and they're like, oh shit. Uh, they'd only put Fucking in... hamburger. Yes. They'd only put in about half of what they wanted to put in and now they're saying, we're going to wait and see if that helps before we put any more in. Oh. Meanwhile, there's more and more plumbing problems and uh, like water mains breaking and flooding all over the place throughout the building. The HOA is suing everybody left and right. But there's a whole group of HOA people who are just suing. They broke off from the main lawsuit not to have it fixed. By the way, this brilliant plan is $100 million. What? They're spending $100 million trying to keep... On hamburger? On hamburger to try to keep this thing from falling. I would imagine it. Half the HOA is suing the developer because the building's reputation is such trash that nobody can sell their units. I I I mean, that's probably very true, though. Sure. You're like living in a condemned building, essentially. Yep. At this point. Can I guess what their next step is? Are they going to dig it out on the other side and hope it starts to sink back the other way? Their next step is to (laughs) wait until spring to see what happens. They're still waiting. They're just waiting. 
they stopped in like august oh. see so this sometimes is is part of the problem of a tech industry based town because you're yep. like you know what let's uh let's get the <laughs> mvc or the mvp out there yep. the most viable product let's test it and then whatever we find out from that then we'll go back in and this right. is not good. No, it's right. not good because it's leaning 24 inches. Now, normally a building leaning 24 inches is a big deal, but you can stand up for thousands of years with a pretty severe lean as the yes. Leaning Tower of Pisa shows. And your calves are going to be And you're probably great. okay. And your calves are going to be strong. <laughs> the problem isn't necessarily that it's leaning 24 inches. The problem is that it is no longer even remotely earthquake proof. Oh, oh fuck no. Yeah. Yes, because no. it... It could lean up to 20 inches. It could wobble up to 20 inches before catastrophic failure. And it's already leaning 24 inches. So they say if you give that tower any sort of a wobble, just go, it's going to crumble. Yeah. So who's living in this building? Yes. Kevin Durant, <gasps> Joe Montana, okay. Hunter Pence. Oh. Ew. <laughs> I know. Uh, and lots and lots and lots of angry lawyers. So there are lawsuits going every which way. The $100 million is already on the developers. Developers are saying basically we're tapped out. You can't ring any more from us. So the residents are starting to blame the trans something Bay Authority, whatever they're called, for building the station next door because then they can sue the city. So the city's mm. basically going to have to foot the bill for for these dumps. essentially probably buying and demolishing this building i don't think they're going to be able to fix it for any reasonable cost so there oh, goes the millennium it. tower this is going to make more people move to austin <laughs> well yes that will but also this because oh. the same thing is happening in new york city mm. home dreams home of the skyscraper really yeah. get your shit yeah, together sure. where they don't have problems with sand or earthquakes and no. really know what they're doing they built themselves a new building that was the tallest residential building in the fucking world and I this one Trump was pissed is called 432 park avenue it's literally built on the site of the drake hotel they tore down the Drake Hotel, the famous Drake Hotel, where mm -hmm. all the like Muhammad Ali and all the movie stars stayed and all that stuff. They tore it down. And they put a how tall skyscraper on it? One thousand three hundred and ninety-six foot tall skyscraper, third tallest residential building in the world as of now. But it was the tallest at the time. It looks so dumb. That's the most phallic <laughs> picture. Fucking yes, it's literally it's... on the footprint. Oh, so imagine an old hotel built in the 1920s. Sure. And like we blew that up, and we have exactly that much room to build a skyscraper. So they just went the fuck up. It's the skinniest. And then they just kept going. Mm -hmm. It's like something you build in like Roller Coaster Tycoon or Sim City, and yeah, you're like, like, how tall can I go? When I taught at a preschool. That's like, yes. that's what they yes. build. That's this exactly what they built. It's 85 stories. Sorry, 84, because they skipped the 13th floor. Mm. Um, but they left the 44th? Yeah, fuck China that's there, I guess. Crazy. I don't know. I do, they, there's a whole China. They're famous for Chinatown. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. It's uh, People lovingly call it the jewel, um, like J-U-U-L. <laughs> no, they don't. Yes. Do they really? Yeah, the jewel tower, because it just looks, it looks at night like, it just looks look, like a jewel. I mean, yeah. it is. Yeah. It's like a jewel yeah so it's too skinny um it's just too thin it doesn't have enough of a base usually when you build a super tall skyscraper you give it a big old booty mm -hmm. to sit on top mm -hmm. of every other super tall skyscraper in the world has a larger footprint at its base than at its foot except for this one and so let's see one of the apartments or condominiums in it right now is for sale for 135 million dollars <laughs> 
if you want to buy a box in the sky. Right. If I could sue for that same amount, I think I could figure out some finances real quick. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the uh, the median price of the units in there was 18 and a half million. Some were as high as 82 million at the sale. The crown prince of Saudi Arabia, of course, owns the penthouse suite. What, is, what does he do? Uh, he What's owns his... the penthouse suite. Owns property yeah. and a Bunch and of oil. oil. So what's the problem with it being too thin? Well, the same thing, flooding all over the place because anytime a stiff breeze comes along, all the pipes stiff break. breeze. Yes. Uh, residents complain that the tower sways constantly, making them seasick, that it's super noisy and you can't sleep at night. And a lot of the times the elevator shaft um, breaks and you get stuck in the elevator. Somebody got stuck in the elevator for five hours. Because there was a slight wind going on. Oh, God. Uh, they paid 80-something million dollars to live here. Keep in mind. And um, you can't get to, like, you can't take the stairs. <laughs> like, oh, no. I'm on level 400. No. No. Yeah, that's another thing. What the fuck kind of fire hazard is yeah. this? So they're they're still selling, though. Like, uh, let's see. Uh, somebody, oh, a Saudi businessman sold his unit in June 2021 with a, for $169 million. So this one, unlike the Millennium Tower, does not scare people away. So it was built... By somebody, um, this is my, I'm going to have my Lisa moment with the name, named Vignoli. Vignoli. Yeah. Vignoli. Vignoli is notorious mostly for building buildings that light things on fire. Raphael <laughs> Vignoli built the Vidara Hotel in Las Vegas. Vidara Hotel and Spa. Yes. The Vidara Hotel and Spa is notorious for several times a year when the sun is just right, having a sunbeam hit the side of it and then shoot down onto the pool deck where it melts chairs and burns people horribly. <laughs> Like a bug under a magnifying glass. Oh, I love it. The what the fuck? And then there's he uh, was also uh, responsible for something that is called the Walkie Talkie Building in London. I mm. guess because it's called the Walkie Talkie, but it's been renamed the Walkie Scorchy because it's melted several cars parked on the street below and started a small fire outside of a, a shop. What? Yes. I love. It's just so funny to me that like a building you never like if, if i had to build something never in my mind would i think like oh there's a possible chance that this window in this spot will mm-hmm. have do the thing that i did as a kid and with the try to with the, the yeah. well i didn't do it to ants because i wasn't fucking whatever someone who hurts something <laughs> but like burning leaves sociopath yeah masochist i didn't burn is. anything because it freaked me out <laughs> i burned leaves because i was like this is fucking cool uh, and Haley. So what happened <laughs> in 2019 <laughs> is the residents started taking issue with the high annual HOA costs, um, which include a private restaurant service just mm. for building residents that at opening was $1,200 per household per year. That's not bad. That's really not bad. Is now $15,000 a year. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah for your own personal restaurant and a 300% increase in insurance costs. Naturally, many of the residents are lawyers. So they started looking into it and they sued because they found out there were 1,500 flaws in the building, ways it was not up to code or did not match the engineering specs of the architect and corners were cut. How do these places, like how do they get through? I just, people don't. I think that's where we go back to the mafia. It's money, money, money. Mm. Um, so, uh, lawsuits flying left and right on this. The New York times called it a fancy prison for billionaires. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but your Stay private restaurant. It. 
Um, but unlike the Millennium Tower, it does not seem to be in danger of completely collapsing. It just sounds like an absolutely miserable, awful place to live unless you never want to leave your house and don't mind occasional flooding in your $88 million penthouse. And you've got Dramamine. Yes. And you have $15,000 a year to spend on the same food. From are the you, same place. Are you required every night. to like yes. is, have your that's cafeteria? your HOA fees? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I was like, dang, I'd pay like a thousand dollars to have a restaurant Do, at all times. Is That'd it something cool. where like if somebody just gets some fucking Taco Bell or something, the HOA comes after your ass? No, no, you just pay for it. You don't have to use it, I guess. But pay, right. Uh, other good quotes. Tim Gunn said, "It's just a thin column, and it needs a little cap." <laughs> does he live Tim. there no no he's, he's, he's too, smart. too smart no oh who lives there who lives there <laughs> harvey 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 weinstein's lawyer um <laughs> the Tom. heir to the jose cuervo fortune and j-lo and a-rod before they broke up yes they just sold their unit or they put God. their unit for sale recently so yeah i like one of one and a half of those people <laughs> there is a teenager on tiktok who is uh the world's biggest critic of this building and she has been publicizing every misstep and digging through all the legal paperwork she sits in canada and just like reads to her probably millions of followers i'm sorry the kids of today are so fucked up love that she's in canada to me that seems like a new york city's you know like the kid would be pissed at seeing it and like now she critiques all sorts of buildings but she's been all over 432 she just thinks it's the dumbest building in the world and that it's it's fire festival yeah uh, i mean in building form is what she says and that's i think she's kind of correct pretty fair uh vignoli is fighting with this guy named maclo maclo was in charge of actually building the fucker vignoli just designed it the two of them point fingers at each other it's gotten pretty nasty even though they were best friends when it was being Mm. built vignoli called maclo a truck driver with an education in aesthetics Mm. and maclo said vignoli's design was motivated by penis envy (laughs) i knew that's a better comeback yeah that truck driver's got his shit together (laughs) So yeah, that's uh, the story of super tall residential towers and why you should never, ever, ever, ever live in them, Austin. I don't care how many we build. Don't buy them. I I won't. Don't. I'm going to tell you. Don't rent in the Jenga tower. It looks cool, but it's... I would do a, way I would live. do a one year lease in the Jenga tower. Sure, I always thought that would be cool yeah. if you could afford it. Like but... go in with some friends and right. be like... We'll rent one studio apartment. Make our own timeshare. Yes. We looked at it just for funsies. And is it not the, that HOA, the HOA fees alone are more than I want to pay in rent. So there's that. Okay. But like, yeah, we were talking to some people who were like in the lobby. Like, we're thinking of moving in. What do you think? And they're all like, no. Yeah. They're all either clearly daddy's money and just like, we're only here for six months of the year. And the other right. ones were just like, it takes me 15 minutes to get down to the ground floor to go to the grocery store. See, Oof. and that's, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want a vertical. I don't commute. even want to like move into a two story house because exactly. that sounds inconvenient. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> I need two Roombas. Fuck. No. Off. I'm mm. all for density, but it doesn't have to come in the form of a jewel. Yes. That goes 85 stories into the air or whatever. Okay. The but jewel. Thank you for clarifying. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love regular size jewels. 
Yeah. Well, because it's not the size of the jewel. It's how you inhale it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a how truck you driver. Live in it. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of a woman, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Sure. That we ties usually in, are. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. I want to run down a woman who I think I might get along with who was born nearly 2,000 years ago <laughs> in Rome. And I hope this is what I wanted to be. Yes. Oh, is it? Yeah. I oh, really? That's, what. that's, I was wondering, I was, I was having a hard time finding a story about this. I, I like, so I'm talking about a lady named Locusta Ooh. from Gaul and G-A-U-L, which is uh, France today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The so, Gaul of it. The Gaul of it. So Locusta is born in the first century AD. Mm-hmm. Like they said, they think she's from Gaul based on her name, Locusta. Obviously, there aren't like birth certificates from back there then. But uh, yeah, she turned out to be really skilled at making poison. Locusta's from Gaul. How did she end up in Rome? She, they think that maybe she was taken as a slave because a century earlier, Julius Caesar's campaign in Gaul, I love the way this article, it says it netted them as oh. many as one million slaves, and it's like, netted, Oof, huh? Netted, so yeah. they lost What's some, the too. What's the gross? Yeah. Like, okay. Again, let's get a thesaurus yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> we could do some, something else. I want some gross slavery numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so... <Sorry. laughs> Uh, what's the cancellation rate on that (laughs) locusta is like i said she's she's kind of like into potions and mixing stuff up and seeing what she can't poison somebody with and she attracts the attention of julio it's very hard for me not to say julio but it's julio because it's but we Caesar. are proper Texans. Yes, so. but mm-hmm. I, if respect. I say Julio, I'm sorry because that's what I see. But the Julio-Claudian dynasty, um, the empress of Rome turns to, hears about Locusta and she's like, what's up, bitch? Um, I want to kill my husband. <laughs> it's 54 CE, whatever CE means. Common era. Christ exists. Co- oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Well, see, Christ exists. Yeah. yeah well, it's weird, too. though, because they also say first century AD. So yeah, they're mixing why are they? In. Yeah. Like, cool. get your brand together. Yeah. This is an editor's nightmare. It's not that bad. OK, so we are calling the cops. Yes. Now. Thank you. So this the Empress of Rome, her name is Agrippina. And <laughs> I don't know why. I know. It doesn't look it's like funny. how it sounds. Yeah. Agrippina. And uh, so she's known as Agrippina the Younger, which. Shiny. Yeah. And hot. Cool. Work it while you can, I guess. She married Emperor Claudius and was like, I don't enjoy this. Um, I'm too young for you. Yeah. I'm, too, I'm Emperor always Claudius going the to old. be. Yeah. yeah more like. According to Tacitus, in a whatever he wrote down, the Empress, quote, had a long decided had long decided on the crime and then decided to turn to poison. She said she wanted a rare compound which might derange him for a little bit and delay death because then less people are on to your crime. They're like, oh, he's been sick for a little bit and now he's going crazy and now he's dead. Whoops. 
I like that she specifically so, wanted the derangement. She's yeah, like, well, let's have like, some fun before he dies. This yeah. is like syphilis. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably, but not a danger to, to the woman who's married to this right, guy. Right, right, yeah. You got to watch out for that. Uh, hmm. So Agrippina, she's like, Lucusta, a person skilled in such matters, come over here. Let's poison this motherfucker. And Lucusta prepares a poison and servants like sprinkle this poison on the emperor's meal and it was taking too long according to Agrippina and she was like let's just like bring like sprinkle a little bit more poison on top of here and then it worked and Claudius (laughs) fucking dies and Agrippina is like tight this worked out so well thank you Locusta and now my kid Nero gets to go up and become the emperor of Rome. The younger. Nero the... <laughs> no, Nero the straight up, so... Nero's just Nero. <laughs> lots of people know the name Nero, and I had to look around a little bit just to get a, a, a tiny little breakdown of Nero. So yeah. he was known as, like, being really fucking crazy. Uh, people at the time described him as more of, like, a poet or artist-type person. That's how he should have... or probably would have been but he was supposed to be a military leader in Rome you know so he spent a lot of time just basically partying and having a bunch of orgies because he was upset not being able to be this like you know artist and instead having to like secure shit which he didn't do so he's just partying um he's most famous for the great fire which burned Rome to the ground. Okay. Um, as legend goes, Nero played the fiddle as he watched from his palace as the city burned, which <laughs> I've heard before. Oh, mm-hmm. God, I know these guys. <laughs> a lot of people, oh, this is funny. A lot of people blamed him for the fire since he really wanted to build a lot of new buildings in Rome, but there just wasn't room. Oh, see? So, Real estate developers. There you go. You. Uh, connection. They say ultimately that fire did clear a lot of land for new projects. So maybe he did start it and mm. really wanted it. He Nero, did start the fire. He did. He got drunk, had a bunch of orgies, and failed as a military leader. That's our good pal Nero, who is now come into power. Okay. Poisoning was super popular back then. Locusta frequently used arsenic, belladonna, and death cap mushrooms to create her poisons. Death cap for... For cuties. Death cap for... Oh, what was it? Claudius? Is that what death it cap was? Death cap for cuties. 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 Maximus. I love those oranges. Yes. Um, Agrippina wasn't the only Roman to poison family members. Claudia Livia Julia poisoned her husband Drusus, who was next in line <laughs> to the throne. Nero tried to poison his own stepbrother with stuff because he, he was, was like close, you know, in line. Caligula had an entire trunk full of poison because why not? Because Caligula um, gonna collect. Yeah, Calig's gonna kill. Mm-hmm. So there were there was so much poisoning going on. 
that a lot of people did end up having like taste testers, which I, I feel like I see mm-hmm. in movies all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Taste the kings, whatever. Yeah, we've been joking about that since 1453. That that's a bad job. Yeah, not yeah. a great or it could be great. You never know. Uh, also, Nero carried around the super deadliest poison he could find just in case someone else poisoned him with something that wasn't as poisony. So instead of like dying slowly, he could just be like, I've been poisoned. I'm going to take this quickie one. So I'll die. Oh, so he yeah. has control over yeah, what he, he dies So it's from. like instead this of, sh- you know. One, one dick contest after yeah. another. <laughs> LaCosta kind of disappears from record until Nero. Like, so she kills the king base or the emperor Mm -hmm. nero comes in but he's still a little young and then he gets a little older and he's like right i want to fucking poison some people let's do this (laughs) my turn where's that Um, he's really suspicious of his stepbrother britannicus because he was oh. doing encyclopedias. Too many He's words. Too smart. Too many mm-hmm. words. Too smart. Nobody's going to read those. Um, I remember Britanni- him. He was blonde. He was in those commercials. Adorable. Mm-hmm. So Britannicus had a stronger claim to the throne because he had a little bit of Claudius's blood running through his veins. Ew. He's super threatened by him. And Nero reaches out to Locusta under sentence, who was under sentence for poisoning. So she was in trouble. And had a reputation for crime. And Nero's like, bring that bitch out of jail. I need her to kill Britannicus. And he's like, I don't want to do that slow shit. I want you to give me something that I'll poison him like, and kill him pretty quickly. And she's like, got it. She mixes up some belladonna, a little bit of arsenic, some mandrake, some hellebore, whatever that is. Oh, man, through the whole kitchen sink at I it. know. Yeah. The poison doesn't instantly kill Britannicus. And near it just like fucks him up a little. And Nero's super pissed. He flogs Lacusta with his <laughs> own hand and then is like, I'm pissed, but you're the only poisoner I got right now. So let's just try it out on some other people until we get the right concoction. Again. And Lacusta's like, yeah. She's like, okay, cool. And so they poison however many like slaves or innocent people just to try and get that perfect poison recipe. And they do. And at an imperial dinner, servants bring Britannicus a hot drink. And by this point, he's already like, well, I got sick that last time. So I need a taste tester. (laughs) And the food server comes over, takes a sip of the hot drink. It's fine. And Britannicus is like, okay, put some like ice in this or cool water to cool it down and then I'll drink it. And that's when they add in this poison. Immediately after taking the sip, Britannicus falls to the ground (gasps) and Nero's like, y'all don't touch him. He has epileptic fits and we just need to let him epilept. (laughs) He has rabies. (laughs) And he just dies on the floor. It's Uh, like Joffrey. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if it was that fucking it's probably rough. inspired gross. by <laughs> inspired mm-hmm. by Britannicus. No. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, she was so they were really into Game of Thrones and ancient uh, Rome. Yeah. This super successful poisoning changes Locusta's fortune, and Nero is like, "You are my CEO of poisoning, <laughs> official chief poisoner." You get that MLM yes. started. <laughs> you have now I'm going to give you some lands. I'm going to give you some servants. And uh, I want to send a bunch of people to you to study under you and learn the art of poisoning. MLM. Yes. 
you know, this is where the essential oils come in. No, I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, Herbalife. Yep. Yes. Uh, so people look back on LaCosta now and are like, well, you know, she couldn't really not do this if she's been labeled a poisoner and she's in jail and the rich yeah. people take you out so you can poison people like go do it. Um, I probably would. I feel a little bad, but it was a billion years ago. So yeah, but also like if I'm in, if even just the like you're getting me out of ancient Roman jail. Mm -hmm. Yes, what? Yes, Mm -hmm. let's go. Right. There are people that see her that way, and there are other people who think she was like one of history's first serial killers. Some I don't know whatever shrouds of writings they've found describe her as kind of enjoying it she well it's nice to see that the work you've done is paying <laughs> sure. off the way you want she it was to. depicted as a ruthless woman who tested her poisons on the innocent under nero's eye lacusta was or supposedly poisoned a slave to perfect a deadly dose obviously she would poison like animals and other things that she could get her hands on just so she could practice all those poisonings and sounds like clinique now a little bit (laughs) obviously the life of a roman poisoness is oh i i don't know (laughs) um it's not gonna end well nero while he's all alive lacosta's fine she's protected but in 68 a.d or c.e why do they what is the is there a difference yeah well ad is religious so ce is an attempt to like to be like we don't need to have our people of numbers exist for jesus yeah that's what Um, i was thinking but so in 68 ad emperor nero commits suicide and Lacusta didn't have enough time to get the hell out of Dodge. Wait, why did he? Co- do we know why he committed suicide? Uh, hold on, let me see. Sorry, people were coming to assassinate him, uh, and he took oh. his and own he was like, life. Yoink. His last words being, "A great artist dies within me." Oh God! Oh, okay. Calm down. What That's... in the Hemingway hell? <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Nero commits suicide. Lacusta can't get out in time. And his successor, Emperor Galba, is like, go fucking pick her up. And Galba runs up a lot of Nero's BFFs, including Lacusta, in the rounding upping. In the nettings? Sure, the netting. A lot of people are rounded up to answer for their crimes. Cassius Dio called them, quote, the scum that had come to the surface in Nero's days. Well, so there's a poet. Yeah, they don't they don't like this scum. The scum that had come. The scum that had come. <laughs> I'm coming scum. Oh, uh, my name's Scott. Yeah, the as, coming scum. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> as punishment for her crimes, Lacusta is hauled through the streets of Rome and publicly executed. Mm-hmm. Like Cersei. I mean, almost. Seriously. Oh, my God. <gasps> you know the woman who, shame. Yeah. Shame yeah. is the fucking lady in Ted Lasso. She's the <laughs> owner of the. No. Yes, that is her. But she's hot. Yeah, she's hot and wonderful. She's hot uh, and wonderful. She is hot and wonderful. That's her, though. Same I lady. her and Brienne. She's Rebecca. She and Brienne should fight. They're about. Yeah, they're both they could tall. They take each other. They could. I'd watch that. Oh, I'd watch that. They could. 
in the first century, Romans tore apart emperors like Nero and Caligula, saying that they were the antithesis of Roman values. And Nero having a his own personal poisoner was something that they like to not laud, if you will. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's our girl Lacosta. She she was a good poisoner. Good for her. So wait. So Girl the, power. this little weird bohemian time, there's a, he has a poisoner and we're all like, I don't know about it. But then like years later when Rasputin shows up, folks are like, OK, like when does poisoning become OK? <laughs> when it when the rich people need it. Okay. But were people OK with Rasputin? I feel like everyone thought Rasputin was a. Dick, did y'all both get a notification Mm-mm. at the same time? Yeah, no. I'm trying to see if they have an amber alert. We got to go out and investigate. Oh, no. it would have been much louder than that. Yeah. One day, y'all. I do think one day I'm a, I'm a fine I'm a fine. You're gonna be cars. there. I think I'm a fine if a I'm, car. Well, I guess you shouldn't technically be looking if you're driving. But <laughs> if true. I'm driving and it's like, or you see it on the road too, like Honda, Blue yeah. Civic, whatever. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh shit! There's a hundred of them. Do we, I, there's just, I want to know more about her. But it's that there's, you know, there's not a lot because she wasn't, she was a woman. She wasn't actually rich or anything. she didn't anything. have like kids or anything, she, huh? I'm sure she popped one out. Yeah, but like on purpose? <laughs> Maybe she just poisoned it. Maybe she did just for the baby's Oof. blood that you need. Yeah, that's true. Maybe she she used a little bit of. What if? Mm-hmm. She had a poison that could just get herself pregnant and then didn't need any any sperm. That poison is called what? scummy cum. Ew, yes. <laughs> so gross. Uh, so it was the branding that didn't work. No, I mean, it's like pot strains. They all have terrible names. Yeah. They, they get still the job em. done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. Anybody else have Bell Biv DeVoe in their head now from all this poison talk? What is that? That song? girl is poison. Oh, okay. I'm I know it. I didn't know who sang it. I'm ready to smack it up, flip Mr. it, and rub it down. I mean, that's mayhem. <laughs> it's in the song. Mm-hmm. It's the best uh, part of it. I mean, they don't have any other songs, do they? Yeah, they had one other song. That boy is poison. <laughs> no, they had one other hit song. I'm looking it up though. This, that's not a good sign. Wait, what was the name of the band? Bell Bib DeVoe. Yeah. Bell Bib DeVoe. Bell Bib DeVoe. They were half of New Edition. Do Me Baby. You can do me in the morning. Mm. You can do me in the night. (laughs) You can do me when you want to do me. Oh, do me, baby. Mm. I feel like that's kind of familiar. Yeah, it it was a hit, but not as big of a hit as Poison. I remember Poison. Yeah. Dang, that was 1990. Yeah. Late 1900s. It is weird that of all the things that I constantly have questions about, Bell Biv DeVoe, <laughs> not one of them. <laughs> my brain. If I could oh, go through my brain that's... files, can, oh, I would love to be yeah. able to go through my brain files. Like what's in there and why. Isn't that just called remembering things? <laughs> Yeah, but like, have like Lisa a likes to call it list. going through a brain files. <laughs> no, like I want it on a data. Like I want it oh, on yeah. a spreadsheet. Yeah. Oh, I want to make love it that. That's already how I store my brain thoughts. Brain. I thoughts. mean, I feel like that. I don't. Now I've got. Oh, man, you got I've too got many like tabs 10 open. Reasons to not sleep tonight. <laughs> oh. 
<sighs> just trying to think down, think of every single thing you can and put it into an Excel sheet. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do mm-hmm. it. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> saying sorry to myself. Anyways, well, this was wonderful. Mm. I'm glad you were able to come over. Yes. I will so, let you know whenever I get yeah. a free night randomly. Hopefully we can do yeah. it again soon. Yeah. Yours didn't really have anything about structural integrity in it. Otherwise, that could have been our I don't know. Our, our theme. There was... I mean, there could have been a Maybe the foundation involved. of their relationship Yeah, not a lot of integrity fraught. in her husband. Yes. That's my theory. Mm-hmm. He is so, like toad-esque yes that is face. perfect he's like very toad it's like a square toad <laughs> Ooh, and a round hole <laughs> and she's gorgeous and she, she's round she hole. is she, yeah see yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> square toad but round hole yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. probably 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 probably, probably. biologically cool. <laughs> all right <laughs> thanks for listening follow us wherever at weird brunch review us rate us we love you goodbye Bye. goodbye holes <laughs> 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 <laughs>